Thanks for tuning in. You're now listening to the latest podcast from House SF. For more information about House and our heart for the city, please make sure to visit our website at www.housesf.org. So he just reminded me to not put my hands in my pockets here because I could probably turn it off. Can I just say, Isaiah, thank you for for that for that message. Um, there's a an interesting theme here going on today. Um, Isaiah and I didn't really talk about what he was going to talk about, and um, not sure why we just didn't. And um, but, but it all kind of it all it all lines up uh, very very well. And I did watch the movie, by the way. So you guys need to go out and watch the movie. It's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> I watched it the same day he told me about it. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Uh, I'm just going to move this cord around because I may walk around a little bit. Whew. How are you guys doing? Good? Um, I just want to start off in prayer. That's all right. God, thank you for um, just you giving Isaiah that word uh, to share with us, God. And, uh, and thank you for the word that you've given me. And we just um, ask that you would continue to speak to us, uh, speak through us, God. Um, we know that, that you've called each and every one of us in this room to share uh, a little bit of who you are uh, any way that we can. So we just ask for more opportunities to do that, God, regardless of how comfortable we are or not in doing it, God. We just ask that you would just um, give us um, eyes to see that our strength isn't within you, God, not within our own capabilities, God. So we just thank you for who you are and the great Father that you are. Amen. Uh, so he introduced me, but Ken, I'm the worship pastor here at House. And uh, a few of you guys know my story, know a little bit about me, and uh, some of you guys don't. Um, I won't go deep into my story just for time's sake, but I, I will use part of my story to kind of um, illustrate where, where I feel God wants, um, wants, wants me to speak to you guys today. Um, so like maybe a few of you guys in this room, um, as a kid I grew up without my dad. He was never around. Um, I actually didn't meet my father until I was around 17, going on 18, which by that time, um, as you can imagine, there's no real relationship there. And so, um, but this was something I was always aware of as a kid. Like I was very hyper aware of it. Um, I can remember through elementary school, through uh, junior high school, through high school, through college, like I was always really, really aware um, that I didn't have a father. Um, it was like everywhere I looked, there were these, these shining examples of like what a father should look like. Um, like even kind of thinking about it right now, I can think about it uh, when I was trying to prepare for today. It was, it's really funny, like when, when there are things on your heart, uh, these things on your heart that's in line with God's heart that he, you know that he wants you to have in your life, when those things aren't there, when those things are lacking in your life, they, you can sometimes see them everywhere you look. You can sometimes see them in, in people's lives that are around you. 
complete strangers, friends, family, um, and they just kind of like pop out like crazy to the point where they're just like extremely noticeable. Um, and so when you have these experiences and first of all, how many of you guys have had that experience? Has anyone, show of hands, had the experience where you're just like your heart, there was something missing in your life, you know that I know that I know that I know that I know that God has this for me in my life. God wants me to have a great husband. God wants me to have a loving mother, a loving father, or um, what have you. Now I want you to kind of think about that, that time, maybe the first time you, you thought, thought that, maybe the, that memory that's the strongest in your heart. When you saw those things, did you kind of see those as examples of, of God's goodness? Um, or did you see those as just things that were missing in your life? Did you see them as things that you weren't worthy of? Did you let those things that you lacked in your life so different lies in your heart? You're not good enough. You're not worth loving. You'll never amount to anything. Not smart enough. Sports are not fast enough. Because that's exactly what happened to me. You see, if we're not careful, we can kind of let um, the, the enemy, the liar, the accuser to come in and completely distort who God is to us. And not only can he distort that, he can distort who we are to him. And what that does is that completely hinders or completely blocks your relationship with God. And I don't know about you, but I, I truly believe that our relationship with God is directly tied to how we live our lives of worship. You see... I let the enemy get into my heart and sow these lies that I wasn't good enough, and so I was always striving for something. I was always looking for um, an attaboy, if you're from the South, or, I don't know, handshake, high five, gold star, you name it, I was out, I was out for it. Um, but then I also lived a life uh, of an orphan. I didn't live a life that was filled with... Um, love for others. I just focused on myself. I figure, you know, I'm a good person. I'm fine. Um, I, I can just do it on my own. Because growing up, I didn't have a father. People told me about this father named God, named Jesus, and how great he was. But for me, I didn't think that he saw fit to have my father my life. And so I just kind of just lived my life, did what I wanted to do. Um, the fast forward moved here to the Bay Area, and I met my wife right there, Cece. And after about three years of kicking and screaming, she finally convinced me to go to church. <laughs> um, this, in this church we went to for a, few, a couple years, and I was able to, the Holy Spirit, completely rocked my heart. And I began to learn more and more about who God is and the great father that he is and how no matter 
the relationship I had or didn't have with my father. It didn't matter because I had a father that was greater than anything in this world. Greater than I could ever imagine. Like even on like my best day, God was way better than that. I think someone said earlier today. And that was true for me for sure. Um, And the more and more I got to know him, the more and more I began to worship him in a way that was different from when I started going to church. I remember I uh, would kind of stand there and just kind of look, just watch everybody, wondering why these people are raising their hands. I was like, these people are crazy. (laughs) Because the church that I had in my background was a Southern Baptist church, and it was kind of conservative for the most part. Um, and you didn't sing with the choir. You watched the choir sing, and maybe you clapped, and that was pretty much it. And people were just raising their hands and, and singing to the top of their lungs, and I was just like, I wanted that. And so like I said, the more and more I got to know God, the more and more I started to lean into that. And it wasn't just in, in musical worship, because that's only one ex- expression of worship. Just the way that we, we treat people, the way that we, we talk to people, our generosity, pretty much the way we live our lives is worship. I think a lot of times we, we, we can kind of think about the music because that's a lot of times what we kind of a, uh, have them akin to, but um, it's just a life of worship is, is what, um, what we're called to do and, and what is directly uh, in line and should be directly in line to our who we believe God is. One second, lost my place here. So one of the things I wanted to share is one thing that really helped me, and I was um, going through this this track on this thing called um, Worship You, and then I was kind of learning about, they were talking about the different names of God. And that really helped me start to really understand who God was. At least I could know what these different names of God actually meant. And then I could go and find like different you know, situations in my life that displayed those things. Um, so I have a quick little video that, that has to do with that. If you, Sergio, you want to play that real quick and I'll get out of the way. He is the light of the morning when the sun rises, a morning without clouds. 
That's only a, a fraction of who God is. That's, that's only a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of who God is. And one thing I, I wanted to kind of leave you guys with something like, how, how can we use this knowledge that our relationship with God is directly tied to how we live lives of worship? And what I'd like for you guys, and I want to challenge you guys to do is, I'm going to share um, this video, and I'm going to share the, the list of, of names that are on here and, and the different Bible verses that you saw that were attached to them. And I just want to challenge you each day to start your day off with this video. It's like a minute and 22 seconds. No time at all. And I want you to ask Holy Spirit each, each week you're, you're listening to this, which word should I, should I focus on? And then ask God to show you how he represents, like how these, how these names represent who he is and who he is to you, who he is to this world, and how you can partner with him to be an example of that in this world. And I want you to do that every week, one word a week, for the rest of this, for the rest of this year. And that there's someone in your life that you feel could benefit from it. Challenge them to do the same thing. I mean, what would that look like if we did that? If we did that, stuck to it, and actually lived that out. What would that look, that would, the world would be filled with generosity. Because I know maybe 15 people, you know maybe 15 people, the number just, just increases rapidly. How we, our prayers would be so much more radical because we wouldn't be, we wouldn't limit God to what we think or who we think he is in the box that we usually put him in. Instead, we would think of God as, as infinite and his abilities as infinite, so our prayers would be so much more radical than they are. Even if you're the most radical prayer warrior out there, God is still greater than that. Yeah. And so I just want to leave you guys with that and just, just want to pray and then, um, yeah, and then I'll invite the worship team back up. Father, our great provider, our comforter, our best friend, our shelter from the cold, our father, our mother, we're just so thankful for the example that you've placed in our lives of who a father can be. We're so thankful that no matter what we do in our lives, good or bad, you are always there to, to pick us up, to hold us, to comfort us, to dance with us, God. We ask that we would take everything that we've heard today and that we would take it into our lives, that we would not be a church that just comes in on Sunday and walks out and forgets it all on Monday, God, that we would actually follow through, God. 
We ask that any lies that have been placed in our hearts, that have distorted who you are and who you've called us to be, we ask that you would just take them out by the root, God, that you would begin to do uh, miraculous healing in our hearts, God. Father, you are the most infinite God. And there's nothing in this world that is impossible with you by our side, God. And so we ask for a deeper relationship with you. We ask for a greater relationship with you. In the private and in public, God, that we would take risks no matter what to share who you are to the people that are around us. We love you so much, God. Thanks again for listening to the House SF podcast. We pray that you're encouraged today by this message. If you'd like to partner with and support our ministry, please visit us at www.housesf.org.